You're listening to the Own Your Confidence podcast with your host, Ellie Curry, a podcast dedicated to exploring the definition of confidence, where it comes from, how to make it your own, and how women use it to create their dreams. Hey loves, welcome back to another episode of Own Your Confidence. My name is Ellie and I am the founder of Own Your You and all about confidence and figuring out who you are in this world. Whenever I started my confidence journey, I realized I was surviving. It was the feeling like every day is the same. I didn't really know the direction my life was heading. I didn't know how it could get better. And it felt stuck, like I was in a rut, just doing the same thing day in and day out. And as I grew, I really learned who I was and how to get to know myself better. I realized I was in a state of surviving versus a state of thriving. In another way, I like to kind of phrase it is, I was unconsciously going through life versus consciously trying to create my life. So the first thing I had to do was start uncovering really what did my life look like and why was I experiencing this repetitive survival stuck in a rut mentality. And it came down to building awareness. I had to uncover thoughts and beliefs that were completely new to me and really start paying attention to my mindset. What was I thinking in these moments? Why was I experiencing this? And I realized when you think the same thoughts over and over and over again, it's going to create your reality. So if you're thinking thoughts like, I'm so overwhelmed, my life is going nowhere, I feel like every day is the same, that's then the reality that you start to create. And so for me, I remember it was a period of awakening and I'm a total nerd. Uh, I love the TV show Avatar The Last Airbender. And there's this one episode where they get stuck in a swamp and they can't find their way out of it. For me, the period of awakening felt like I was stuck in that swamp. I started walking into this awareness and I knew I couldn't turn around but I had no idea where I was heading I had no idea what was ahead of me I had to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep building this awareness because the thing about awareness is once you're awake you can't go back to sleep and there's this period during my awareness and some of my clients have said the same thing where it's like oh I wish I could just go back to sleep it was easier to live unconsciously and let life happen to me than to really fully step into who I am and my power and then have to actually show up for myself. Because whenever you're intentionally living, you realize you get to take action and create and think a life that feels good for you. And 
it truly is stepping into your power. And that power is a lot of responsibility. And so I didn't realize at the time how much responsibility I was stepping into. But like I said, whenever you are going through the awakening period, um, you can't go back to sleep. Once you're awake, you're awake. And for me, that looked like a lot of aha moments where my mind like just clicked and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Or these beliefs make sense. Or this is why this is happening. And it's this process of getting to know yourself on a much deeper level. So instead of numbing out, pretending you don't know who you are or not knowing who you are, it's the process of rediscovering who you are. And it is an awareness process. And the outcome of it, even though it's scary while you're walking through it, is always totally worth it. Because then you can really start showing up authentically for yourself in a way that you never really got to do before. Another thing that I had to really start processing through was this idea of victim mentality. I had struggled with a victim mentality for a very long time. And a victim mentality is when you think the world is against you. And I'm trying to think of like concrete examples of this, and I'm sure one will come to mind. But it's this idea of like, poor me, right? Can you believe so-and-so did that to me? Can you believe this is happening to me? I can't believe my luck. Like the world is always against me. And I was in this mindset. And what happens when you're in a victim mentality is you don't have to take responsibility for your life because you're the victim of life, right? And when I say victim mentality, I am not talking about actual victims of trauma or violence or anything like actual victims. This is a mindset where you take on the persona of a victim when nothing is actually happening to you. But you don't want to take the power of your life and the responsibility of your life. So it's safer to stay in a victim mentality because then you, whatever happens in your life is not your fault. You never have to take responsibility, but in the same breath, you give up all your power, right? Because life is happening to you. That boyfriend was mean to you. Like you have no stake in the game. And for me, that was the safer place to be because then I could just stay in self-pity and kind of ignore everything that was happening around me until it got so severe that I finally like woke up and was like, oh, the reason that this is all happening is because I'm not doing anything. I'm not stepping in and controlling my life. I'm letting my life control me. And I'm a prisoner in my own mind and in my own world. Victim mentality is something I maybe even do a whole podcast episode on just because it's fascinating to me and but I will need to get kind of my words around it and my points around it um maybe in a full episode but that was something I really had to work through was where am I sitting in self-pity and how can I change that how can I start taking control of myself in this situation 
there's that quote out there, you can only control yourself. And I wholeheartedly believe that. So it's how am I emotionally showing up in the world? How am I mentally showing up in the world? How am I treating myself behind the scenes when I'm alone or even when I'm out trying to accomplish something? Like, who am I in these moments? And again, it's just building this deeper awareness of who you are. And I'm in the process of making a whole workbook dedicated to uncovering who you are and really journaling and getting to know yourself on a very deep level. The third thing I really had to focus on when shifting from surviving to thriving was unexpressed emotions. I feel like I talk about this in every single podcast episode because it's that important. It's the idea of actually allowing yourself to process through what you're experiencing. The sadness the loneliness, the anger, those negative emotions that we were taught to numb and run away from and not experience, it's actually about turning and allowing them to like exist and be there. And if you need help with this, find a therapist, find a life coach, find a trauma-informed coach if you come from a place of trauma in your background and let someone stand next to you as you learn how to navigate and feel through these emotions. Emotions at the end of the day are physical experience in your body. That's what they are. But they're so uncomfortable, we don't allow them to exist in our bodies, that we do anything possible to try to push them away or pretend they aren't there and numb out. And for me, that was eating. I would eat anytime I didn't want to feel something. I didn't want to confront something that was that physical sensation in my body. And for me, the longest time, it was loneliness is what I was running away from. And it's very ironic. I was talking to my friend the other day, and it hit me. I very rarely feel lonely. And now that I know myself on a deeper level, and I've learned compassion and kindness, and how to truly start loving who I am, loneliness doesn't come around at all because I took my power back, right? I am in control now of my person and my mindset. And a part of that is allowing myself to feel all feelings that come up. The fourth part that I had to start doing when I wanted to shift from this survival into this actual thriving in my life was taking control of myself and the direction of my life. And we kind of already touched on that a little bit of what that looks like, but I think for me, it was allowing myself to dream again. Because when you're in survival mode, you're just trying to exist, right? The world's happening around you. You're probably very overwhelmed. The emotions are piling up and you don't have room for anything but existing. What do I have to do today to get through today? Where once I was able to do the other three things of like building awareness and feeling my emotions and realizing where I was being that victim, I then could slow down enough and kind of ease out of surviving enough to be like, wait, I used to have dreams. I used to actually want something out of life. I used to imagine what my life would look like as an adult. And now I'm an adult. Now I have full control over what I do as an adult, no more parents telling me what to do, no more, you know, influences in that way. Like 
I'm me. Who do I want to be? Where do I want to go? And you always have permission to change your mind. I think growing up, we get asked that question. What do you want to be when you grow up? And we don't realize how long we have to be an adult. Being a kid, it's, you know, 18. In my mind, it's more like 25 years of your your first 25 years where you get to just experience learning and growing. But then they expect you to have it all figured out at 25. And you don't realize how much more time you have to explore and play and get to know yourself and dream and change your mind when you want to. This is your permission slip to change your mind. And this is also your permission slip to go for it. So many people think I'm too old. The KFC dude didn't start KFC until he was like 67. But that, like, think about that. 67. You have time. Play. Notice what you want out of life. What makes you happy? What lights you up? Who are you in the spaces that feed you and help motivate you and and give you that excitement about life? Building that awareness and then allowing yourself to hone that and dream and then giving yourself permission to even start stepping into your dreams. So that can be the hardest part is taking the action part. What does one action step look like today? For me, it's recording this podcast episode. I'm on a, I'm on a roll, so I might keep recording podcast episodes. I like to batch my content. But for you, you know, what does that one step look like? Maybe it's just Googling how to set up an LLC. Maybe it's just sitting down and creating the Word document with the title, My First Book. Even if you don't know what that first book is, you get to be in control of your life. You get to decide how you show up every day. And this, some days you're going to need to give yourself permission to rest. Some days you're going to give yourself permission to take scary action. And some days you're just going to laugh or cry all day long. And all of those options are okay. Because all of those options are what it means to be a human experience. You get to decide what surviving versus thriving looks like for you. And it all starts with building awareness. If you have any questions, I'm always free to answer. Feel free to reach out and I'm sending you all of my love. Thanks for listening to the Own Your Confidence podcast. If you're ready to completely transform your life and start building your confidence today, then I would love to chat with you about my Own Your Confidence coaching package. Sign up today for a free discovery call to see if coaching is the right fit for you. Go to ownyouryoucoaching.com slash coaching and I will chat with you soon.